98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Finance Chief Paul Chan says the upcoming LegCo elections will have balanced participation. The convener of the Executive Council says that elderly people will need to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And the world races to contain the new Omicron COVID-19 variant. Financial Secretary Paul Chan has said future lawmakers can help the government form better policies because of their diverse backgrounds and the interests they represent. Timmy Song reports. Mr Chan said next month's polls will see more than 150 candidates, ranging from members of political parties, professionals, business leaders and grassroots figures, vie for 19 seats in the Legislative Council. He said the election will have balanced participation. In his blog, the finance chief added that when every sector focuses on improving the SEL's economic and livelihood issues, there will be momentum for solving deep-seated problems. Last week, Chief Secretary John Lee said the reformed electoral system has attracted many new faces and candidates from across the political spectrum to run in the Legislative Council elections. He dismissed concerns that the future legislative makeup will have no opposition. The convener of the Executive Council says he believes any impact of a vaccine passport would be temporary and that elderly people will need to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Bernard Chan was speaking a day after the civil service chief confirmed the government is mulling a plan to ban people from entering certain premises if they aren't inoculated. Mr Chan said Hong Kong can't allow the vaccination rate among elderly people to remain at the low percentage of around 20% or the city will never be able to open its borders to the world. Of course the government would encourage people to get vaccinated. If in the future we have more premises that adopt vaccine bubbles that require people to get jabbed to enter, I believe at the end of the day elderly people will get the shots. They simply lack the motivation now. If we wait for them, they may never get vaccinated. If they don't, Hong Kong's 7.4 million people will be isolated. It's impossible. Hong Kong residents returning from eight African countries will need to spend their first week of quarantine at Penny's Bay as the SAR strengthens its defences against the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Ben Che has the details. Under the rules which took effect at midnight, fully vaccinated SAR residents who have been in any of the countries in the past 21 days will go straight to Penny's Bay Quarantine Centre. They'll spend a week in the centre where they'll be tested every day and monitored by medical professionals before a further two weeks in a designated hotel. The move follows Friday's decision to ban the arrival of non-residents and unvaccinated Hong Kongers who've been in Botswana, Eswatini, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia and Zimbabwe, as well as South Africa. Hong Kong has had two Omicron cases already, involving a man who arrived from South Africa and another person in the same quarantine hotel. Authorities say they're stepping up surveillance of quarantine hotels to check that they're implementing infection controls. Israel and several European countries have taken action to counter the spread of the new variant. Israel plans to ban the entry of all foreigners for two weeks and tighten existing isolation measures. Switzerland has toughened its quarantine requirements for travellers from several European and African countries. All travellers arriving in Britain will have to take a PCR test. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the aim was to slow the spread of the variant. 
for Omicron, what you what you need to do is is to try to slow the the seeding uh, with the, the tough measures that we're taking at the uh, at the border, uh, in order to give us time to find out exactly what the risk is, but more importantly to give us time to have uh, another you know six million uh, boosters in in people's arms, and we think that would be very valuable. Meanwhile, thousands of people have demonstrated in Austria against plans to make coronavirus vaccinations mandatory. The largest of the demonstrations was in the city of Graz, where some 30,000 people marched through the streets, demanding the freedom to decide for themselves whether to get jabbed. And the weather for this afternoon and tonight. It will be fine and dry with moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds. The outlook also fine and dry in the next few days and becoming cool on Tuesday. It will continue to be cool in the morning from the middle of the week. The temperature now is 24 degrees and the relative humidity at 59%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past one. Reports from the Solomon Islands say soldiers and police from Australia and Papua New Guinea have helped restore calm in the capital Honiara, allowing clean-up operations to start after several days of rioting left three dead and dozens of people arrested. The Solomon Star newspaper said the rioting and looting and burning of buildings and shops had been halted. It said clean-up operations began in earnest overnight in areas that were particularly hard hit, including the city's Chinatown, where three charred bodies were discovered on Friday. More Australian federal police were due to arrive in the South Pacific nation today. And another week, another NASA launch. But this time, not a probe sent to explore unknown worlds. DART is on a do mission. Yes, a DART is something you throw to whack into a target. But in this case, it's also double asteroid redirection test. The astronomical equivalent of seeing if a hurled grape could redirect a rolling bowling ball. Something we may have to try for real one day if an asteroid were on a collision course with planet Earth. NASA's coordination lead for the DART project, Nancy Chabot, explains why it's a double asteroid redirection test. Three, two, one, zero. Mission, lift off. Top nine with the DART mission. On the way for humanity's first ever planetary defense test mission. There are two asteroids there. There's Didymos, the larger one, 780 meters in diameter. And there's Dimorphos, the smaller one, goes around every 11 hours and 55 minutes. We've been looking at it for decades with telescopes here on the Earth. But this is a great way to do this test because DART's going to come in and hit that smaller moon and it's just going to demonstrate asteroid deflection within this asteroid system. So it's just going to change slightly how Dimorphos goes around Didymos by maybe 1% change in that orbital period. So maybe it'll be about 10 minutes slower, maybe five minutes, maybe 20 minutes. It's one of the main measurements. And I think that that's why this double asteroid system is such a great way to do this test. To sport, Palmeiras has come out on top in the All-Brazil final to win South America's biggest football competition, the Copa Libertadores, for the second successive year. They beat Flamengo 2-1 after extra time. The BBC's Tim Vickery was at the match in Montevideo. Palmeiras are the football champions of South America. They're the first team in 20 years to successfully defend their crown. It was a classic puncher versus counter-puncher, with Palmeiras defending deep, after taking an early lead through Rafael Verga. Inside the last 20 minutes, Flamengo pressure finally paid off with Gabriel Barboza equalising. But early in extra time, a mistake from Andreas Pereira gave substitute Davison the chance to clinch the title for Palmeiras, who will now represent South America in February's Club World Cup. 
Liverpool are up to second in the English Premier League after a 4-0 thumping of Southampton at Anfield. Two goals from Diego Jota and strikes from Thiago Alcantara and Virgil van Dijk sealed a third consecutive victory in all competitions. The Reds were ahead from the second minute, but their manager Jurgen Klopp said it didn't feel entirely comfortable. We could have scored more goals if we would have been calmer in front in the last third, let me say it like that. In the end, felt very comfortable, that's true, but during the game, it was I was not that com- didn't feel that comfortable because just I thought, yeah, when you have that chance, you can score one goal and another one, but with the 4 0, obviously, it was more or less decided. The former Liverpool star Steven Gerrard continued his successful start to life as a Premier League manager. His Aston Villa side pulled off a second consecutive victory, beating Crystal Palace 2-1 in London. For Gerrard, it was his first chance to go head-to-head as a manager against another of the league's most lauded midfielders, the Palace boss Patrick Vieira. Gerrard was full of praise for his opposite number. Listen, he, he's, a, he's a great man. I've had many battles with Patrick. Uh, it was a pleasure to, to stand alongside him. You can see, uh, even when we were leading today, he was a winner. He was, he was pushing his players all the way. And, and at times we had to dig in and suffer. We expected that from him. That's his mentality. Um, but I've certainly got no bruises down my legs like I normally have when I go up against him. And in the NBA, Kevin Durant's 39 points were not enough as his Brooklyn Nets' comeback fell short, losing to the Phoenix Suns 113-107. The Suns' Devin Booker scored 30 points and Chris Paul had 22 as they extended their winning streak to 16 games. Booker did most of his damage in the first and third quarters, shooting 9 of 18 from the floor overall and nailing four three-pointers in 32 minutes of playing time. To end the news, the top stories once again. Finance Chief Paul Chan says the upcoming LegCo elections will have balanced participation. The convener of the Executive Council says that elderly people will need to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And the world races to contain the new Omicron COVID-19 variant. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new